Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chickdays. We're recognizing farms and homesteads that have been in the family for more than 100 or 150 years. I'm Allison Lund for the Midwest Farm Report. These families gathered at State Fair Park in West Dallas on August 9th for a celebratory breakfast. Brad Brogley accepted the 150-year award for the Rodney S. and Thomas V. Brogley Farm in Grant County. Brad's mother, Elaine, discovered that Brad's great-great-great-grandparents, Johannes and Catherine Brockular, came to the United States through Ellis Island and planted their roots where the farm remains today. He shares more of the farm's history. So one of the joys of my mother, uh, Elaine Brogley, was to delve into genealogy. And uh, she unearthed that our great-great-great-grandfather, Johannes and Catherine uh, Brockular, came to the United States uh, from Germany in approximately 1854. They landed um, in the, you know, the usual story. They came through Ellis Island. They stayed in New York State for about a year, but then they headed west, and they ended up in Harrison Township, um, currently where our our home farm is. And uh, you know, as we you know continued on through all the different generations and looking at the genealogy, one of the things that we wanted to do was to to make sure and tell our story. Um, we weren't uh, I wasn't aware until I, I submitted this application that the 100 year um, application had already been done and uh, it was just something uh, and recently losing mom and dad that we wanted to make sure that we were capturing this story and, and telling that So what did those uh, first early years on the farm look like? What were your ancestors farming? What kind of other professions did they have? The initial um, family that came from Germany, that was Johannes and Catherine, they kind of set up shop and, you know, they they had just a few animals and and, and those sorts of things. They had two children. One of those children was my great-great-grandfather, John Brockular, and he was a veterinarian. And um, that was around the turn of the previous century. Uh, he was one of the few veterinarians in, uh, in Grant County. And we've actually gotten some of his old tools and, and um, different uh, things from his veterinarian bag. So that was kind of exciting to see that. Um, and then my great-grandfather kind of took over for him, um, followed them by my grandfather and my father. So uh, through the years uh, in Grant County, as you know, there's many hills and uh, it's, it's kind of a, a different landscape to farm. But uh, dairy farming was the, the, um, you know, the, the, the mainstay for the Brogley farm. Um, we also had hogs and the chickens and, and all of the other critters that you would see on a, on a family farm. Um, most recently, though, the uh, dairy farm has gone to more of a beef and, and uh, crops production. And my brothers, uh, Tom and Rod, are still on the family farm. Uh, I come from a generation, though, that there's five boys. My oldest brother, Jack, is, was a farmer and has recently retired. And then uh, my brother, Steve, owns an implement dealership in, the, in between Platteville and Cuba City. So agriculture is important to our family and remains important to our family. 
Yeah, it's really uh, cool to see those agricultural ties within these farm families. And with that, what kind of memories do you have growing up on the farm and being around it? Well, it's interesting that um, I, growing up on the farm, I'm one of the five brothers that ended up going into education, and the the brothers ended up kind of staying in ag and ag business. But uh, I, I do think that uh, the, the work ethic, the family... Um, uh, you know that family farm, the being there for one another. Those were definite traits that we learned growing up on that farm, um, and it's something that I wouldn't trade for anything. Over the years, what kind of changes have you seen on the farm? What buildings did you start with? What's still there, and what new buildings have you put up? So the uh, original barn that uh, was built in around the turn of the last century is still there. No longer has dairy cows in it, but it's, it still remains. Um, there were hogs at one point in time. Those buildings have been now retrofitted for growing some uh, of the beef animals that are on the, the farm. Um, just the, the changes in farming over the years... What used to be a number of small square bales that would be in the in the barn have now has now grown to large squares or round bales and and uh, I joke with the brothers now that making hay now looks like a, a large square baler and a skid and skid steer loader versus um, all the person power that you needed 20 30 40 years ago so that's been a definite change um, I still even though I'm not um, on the family farm I still go out and help them as much as I'm able to and I don't want to get very good at any one project because then I'll be invited back on a more consistent basis. But uh, it's always nice to help out, and I think that's one of the, the traits that you acquire by being um, growing up on a family farm is just always being there for family. Now, I know you mentioned changes in farming throughout the years. What kind of challenges did you face on the farm then trying to keep up with that? I think one of the big challenges that you faced was that, that decision... Um, you know, are we going to move? Um, we continued to, the, the farm continued to expand. And I think uh, we grew up, I initially remember the barn having 42 cows, then it was 56. And I think that it ended up being almost 80 near the end of the, the time that they were milking cows. And it was that challenge of continuing to to stay up and you had to continue to, to farm with a, a larger volume of animals to produce more to kind of stay um, you know up with the industry and I think that was something that they always continued to you know become an obstacle and struggled with um, and then when the the person power was no longer there and there were some uh, potential health concerns and things like that the the decision and the milk prices, uh, then the decision was made to move away from dairy but continue with the beef and, and the uh, crops. Now looking forward, where do you hope to see the farm headed and what kind of interest is there in taking it over? Yeah, those are all great questions because, you know, uh, that's another reason why we wanted to definitely recognize the Brogley family farm for its 150 years of continuous ownership because at this point in time, we're just not sure what the what hold what the future holds for us, uh, but we definitely want to keep it in the Brogley name as long as possible and celebrate what's been done and and uh, continue to hope that uh, you know there's going to be a Brogley running that farm for years to come.
Brad Brogley shares the story of his family's farm in Grant County. The Sesquicentennial Farm and Home Award Program is a partnership between DADCAP and the Wisconsin State Fair. The Sesquicentennial Program is in its 25th year. Nearly 1,000 farms have received the Sesquicentennial Award since 1998. These stories are brought to you courtesy of Compere Financial. Hear more stories at MidwestFarmReport.com. I'm Allison Lund.